Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Thunder fans? It's your boy, Dylan, coming to you with an ad from our sponsor. We are part of the Believe Podcast Network, and so we are coming at you with our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your bet betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. And don't forget, this weekend, as the run to the Roses is on at the Kentucky Derby. You know, my my neck of the woods in Kentucky. Um, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code BLEAV. That is all capital letters BLEAV or BLEAV or believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Enjoy the pod. guys so as i said in the last pod this is part two we went a little long on recording um but we've got a lot of great conversations coming up in this one we do tankathon sims uh we do five of them in which we talk about the different scenarios where we might pick the with our first pick our second pick um the different philosophies we have with you know who we might take with the first compared to the second um, j- just a lot of good discussion, I feel like. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, part two. So guys, I'm going to share my screen with you here. Ta-da. Welcome to. Holy yeah, cow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If I you could. Say. Okay. So all for y'all folks. who can't, for you guys who can't see this, it's literally a screen with like three, five. Maybe there's 10 slots for an icon that are missing. The rest of the screen is nothing but folders, basically. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. And a Thunder Chats logo. <sighs> like, God, I love it. Cracks me dude, up. Dude. Uh, Organize your life, homie. This is, this is the computer equivalent of his phone having 137 <laughs> unread text messages. 58,000 unread emails. This is the this is the computer desktop equivalent of that. So, do you want to update right now? I have 20 Twitter notifications, 185 100 text messages, 136 missed calls, 17,134. Bro, why, why are you ghosting wait, so many wait, people wait, wait, on wait, wait, call? Wait, wait, wait. Like 
Wait, 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 wait. How many missed text messages? 185. Text what? messages? Yeah. Bruh. Like, you could literally have a text message on there that says, like, uh, Dylan, your cousin Mark passed away, you know, yesterday. And it was, like, from three months ago. No, nah, man. See, like some, like a lot of these are like I've I've seen them come across, and they just don't warrant a response. Or a lot of them's like Papa John's, like sending me like an ad or something uh, like that. So. I see, I see. So, so when I finally get a response like two hours later, that means you've seen it, but it doesn't warrant a response at that moment. Got you, got you. <laughs> but also. <laughs> When I'm at work and I'm driving and I'm using my Google Maps and like I just have my Google Maps open, um, if I get a text message and I see the banner, like and I see it, then I know I have a text message. But if I don't see that banner, I don't get a note. Like you know that that's where the red bubbles come from. I don't see it. That is wild. <laughs> yeah. See, so, like like me, I'm the opposite. Man. I can't see that. I can't see that red number. That you know, I I need to. I need to I need to get that off off of that app. I can't see that red number. Uh, I think it's there. Hilarious. Literally, are only two two types of people, right? That's the true. People That's that have nothing, no true. notifications, and the people that just let it run. Let it run. Yeah, let it build. Well, boys, we are on Tankathon now. I'm sharing it with you guys so you can see as well. Make sure I'm not cheating or anything. Um, Nine days, 19 hours, 33 minutes, 43 seconds until the draft lottery. 42, 41, 30. Oh, whoa, it just jumped from 40 to 39. Anybody see that? Like it went straight from 41 there was a, to 39. There was a lag. There's probably like an internet lag. Okay. We're in the matrix. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Um, but yeah, we're going to do, let's say five. We'll do five lottery sims and we can just kind of go through and, uh, you know, see what everybody takes. and lot. We should, hey hold on go to mock draft and click it there and then because then they they draft in front of us and then we could just say like whatever yeah but you know like I mean? their their players are kind of locked in like no matter and what you do in the lottery they stay in the same order see yeah, oh well we'll pick it for everyone and not just us yeah because we got to well, see who's there when we pick we'll check to see when they when they updated i think they have then i don't think they've updated in like three weeks as far as the players, uh, two days ago. Position. Two days ago. Well, I'll shut up then. Two days ago. Yeah, let's let's just use <laughs> theirs, man. Oh God, moles! But then we're just stuck with who they get. That's no fun. All right. I'm just looking at. Are we doing both is. lottery picks, or are we just doing our first one? We'll do both. <clears throat> we'll be quick about theirs. We won't do much delegating. Okay. All right. Here we go. First lottery. Ready. All right, not good. So we dropped a five and 12. So Houston gets number one. I think they're going to take Paolo because there's ties to Jalen Green and Paolo. And I think it makes a lot of sense because Kevin Porter Jr. is not it as the second scorer. They only have a second scorer next to Jalen Green. So I think Paolo would make a lot of sense there personally. Um, who do you think Orlando takes? Alex. Uh, if it's Paolo number one, it's going to be Chet number two. Yep. Easily. Moles, Pistons? Um, I think the Pistons. Oof. I'm going to throw a curveball. I think that the Pistons would take Jaden Ivey. Okay. I can see it. A guy to take some pressure off of Cade. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I <laughs> uh, uh, Kings got number one in one of my picks in the article, and I said, 
I said Chet Holmgren, and then I put in parentheses. I, I'm tempted to put, like, I forgot who I put. Uh, I put, like, some random guy. I was like, because Kings are going to Kings. But, uh, no, I, th- I think that if Jabari's there, I think the Kings should and probably would take him. I think that he would help out with Fox and Sabonis, you know, provide some gravity mm-hmm. because those guys put a lot of pressure on the rim. And then it comes to us at number five. And this is where I think we take Shade and Sharp, guys. Agreed. Okay. Hey, that was easy. Uh, Pacers, I think they take Keegan Murray. I just think kind of makes that, sense there. That feels like such a fit, doesn't it? Yeah. Portland, I think they might take Jalen Duran or A.J. Griffin. Who do you guys think? I think they go Johnny Davis. Oh, okay. Johnny Davis, yeah. love. I, I just another guard, another person to help facilitate with Dame, especially if they're still building around Dame. It just he's a guy that can contribute I, right away. They want to compete quickly. I think they would go Duran here because what's his name is a is a free agent. Um, Nurkic, Nurkic. Yeah. So I think instead of giving him another big payday, if they want to go ahead and keep some flexibility. I think they would take Durin here. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think I'm going to go back to just designating a pick for each person so we don't have discourse on it. So I, I, I did Pacers. So we'll go, we'll go Alex on this one. We'll give him Durin. And then Moles, we're going to go to you eight. Who do you think the Pelicans would take in this situation? Pals, man. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with a AJ Griffin Jr. AJ 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 Um, yeah. Sounds like that'd be great, Joe. Joe, Joe. Just because he's a, a potential fit, they got a lot of guys that need the ball anyway. So yeah, take another there. Duke player that has injury concerns. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, could go wrong? Yeah, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Um, you know, Wrecker was talking about he really liked this fit a lot in the pod. Um, actually, I think I'm going to sway here. I think I'm going to go Mark Williams because Ooh. he's a he's a highly intelligent defender. Um, I, I want to say Jakob Pertle is on the final year of his contract. And I, I think that you know, given his production on the defensive end the past couple of years, I think that he could he could stand to make a little bit of a payday. So, you know, this just gives you some Jakob Pertle insurance. Get a little bit younger, get a little bit longer too, seven seven wingspan. So I could see it. And uh going to Alex for the Wizards at ten. Um yeah, so I think this is where they take Dyson Daniels. Dang it, Alex! <laughs> I mean, I know you. I know you want Dyson Daniels at twelve, but I, I just think he's he's way too talented to like fall that far. Like, I think I think if the Thunder want to take Dyson Daniels with their second pick, they're gonna have to move up if it stays at twelve. They might have to. They might have to. All right, Moles, so you got eleven for the Knicks. Uh, I'm gonna take Mather in here. Yeah, and yeah. Every single one of my mocks that had the Knicks picking here, Mathurin went there. I, I think that he's he'd be perfect for New York, honestly. Makes a lot of sense. 
God. Okay, so now we've got we've got us at twelve. Dyson Daniels gone. I'm picking here, so I, I didn't mean to do that. My bad. I meant to go to the mock draft to look at players that we have around this range. Uh, Sochan might be the pick. I would not take him here personally because Alex knows how I feel about Jeremy Sohan. Um. Hmm. So we took Shaden Sharp. Davis is a weird fit. Well, we took Shaden Sharp with the first pick, so that was our swing. So I think we'll go a little bit safer here. Um. Yeah, screw it. I think we take Jeremy Sohan at that pick. He gives you defensive probably. versatility. He gives you yeah. playmaking. He's from. He was born in Oklahoma. We probably take him. Uh, I think. I think what, he the is ability. The safe pick. Ability to guard potentially one through four at the next level. Yeah. 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 I think he's a safe pick. And I think if you're if you're going to make another, you know, if you're gonna take another swing, I think the possibility of Usman Jang there kind of start to creep up. I think there's a possibility of somebody else too. But we've got four more lottery sims, so let, let's let's see if we get it there. All right, so we fell, we fell even worse to six and twelve. All right, it's um, good. We need to work this through. Yeah, let's let let's let Mole start it in this one. Orlando, uh, chat. Orlando chat goes to Orlando. Okay, Alex uh, Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento! I think they picked Paolo. Makes sense. Houston. Chris Weber two point Yep, exactly. I I don't think they pass up on Jabari Smith Jr. Personally. Uh, so back to Moles for the Pelicans who jumped to four. Uh, ooh, I I think that they take uh they take Sharp. They would swing for the upside with Sharp. Mm, sad days. Pistons for Alex. I think uh, you get a you get a backcourt running mate for Cade Cunningham in Jay Nivey. Yeah. So at six here, I I think the Thunder. I think this is where it starts to get sad. Like, I think this is where you take somebody like Keegan. Honestly, I and think then, I take AJ Griffin here. Ooh. Like, I don't love it, but I think I, I think it's between him, Keegan Murray, and Jordan. It, it pain, pain. I think I like I'm I'm Keegan here, but I I think I I'm get Keegan it. also. All right, well, you guys are over a one here, so Thunder fans, come at these two. We're, we're taking Keegan Murray at six on this one. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Moles for Indiana at seven. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, you know who I would take. Like, he was number six on my big board, and that's Duran. But, you know, you had to pick Dylan, so well, you I'll say, be quiet. You said with Keegan, so <laughs> all right, Moles, who got Pacers at seven? Uh See, it's tough because they got Turner. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll go Johnny Davis here. Um, Big Ten guy, a regional thing. I think he is a fit for them. Yeah. Um, I think he would he would play really well with like uh with what they've got going on there with like Halliburton and stuff. So why not? I think that that works for them. Okay. I, I tend to agree. That's a good pick. Uh, Portland for you, Alex. So, so we didn't go with Duran at six, right? No, we went with Keegan Murray. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back with Duran. Yeah. Uh, going to Portland. 
Makes sense. Uh, nine to Spurs. I mean, I guess I'm just – I mean, we're, we're, we're San Antonio, Washington, New York, OKC again. So, I think we're resigned to just go with the same order of Mark Williams, Dyson Daniels, Benedict Matherin, probably Jeremy Sohan. Probably. At that point. So, okay. We'll send the yeah. next slaughter here. So, so far we've had – Oh my God. So had, oh my God. So we had Sharp and Sohan, and then we had Keegan and Sohan. Oh. And now we go to seven and 13. Our pick oh and the Clippers my pick drop. Gosh. So we're getting a little bit different here. Um, this one, Alex, you start us. Portland jumps to number one. Uh, so if, 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 I'm, if I'm out here picking Duran for them, when they're at six or at eight, I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh, Chet Holmgren for them at one. I thought you were gonna say I'm gonna pick Dern at one too. <laughs> no. All right, um, let's see here. Yeah, Moles, go ahead and give me Charlotte, who jumped to number two, jumped eleven Damn. spots to number two. Hollow, I think. Yeah, makes sense. Here. Uh, with the Pacers, I think. Uh, hmm. I can see either way, but you know what? I'm going to go with Jaden Ivey because hometown guy, an Indiana guy, keep him home. Uh, running mate with Tyrese Halliburton. Obviously, you got Miles Turner there, so I can see it. It could uh, be good. Pistons for Alex. Um, oh, this is the – so they already got Sadiq Bay. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm probably gonna go Shaden Sharp here. Really? Okay. I I respect it. Moles at uh, five. You got the Rockets. Gag. That means Jabari Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. is going there for sure. Which we would all I think collectively hate. I would gag ceremoniously. <laughs> um, all right, at six I got the Magic. Oh, God, this is this is tough. I. Th- think I don't think they go Murray I, I don't think they go I, I I think they go AJ Griffin here just because Such they a have, weird team they have so oh my gosh like really they they want Jaden Ivy like Jaden Ivy or Shaden Sharp on this team would be great because they have a lot of guards a lot of bigs and really a lot of wings too but like if you're looking at their groupings, their guards are the weakest, honestly. With Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton. Uh, and, you know, obviously you have Jalen Suggs, who struggled a little bit. Markel Fultz. Yeah, and then Markel Fultz. But, yeah, I think A.J. Griffin, you give him a true wing to play with Franz. And, yeah, I think it makes sense. And uh, that gives Alex number seven. Um, so here is where I think – we would take somebody like like Duran. Okay, I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's seven. I can realistic. Well, that's when I can realistically see us taking Duran if we don't go Keegan Murray. But all right, uh, Moles the Kings at eight. Uh, I'm gonna go with Matherin here. Oh, they okay. took Halliburton. I yeah. think that. They they basically use the same logic. So yeah, you were married to that Halliburton Matherin uh, 
uh, not pairing cop, dude. Like West Coast man. Like if you look, a lot of the movement, like the rest of the country, just doesn't watch the West Coast like the West Coast does. Yeah, that's it's right. Halliburton thing. Halliburton went to Iowa State, didn't he? Mm-hmm. That's not. I mean, that's central. I don't know. You know, I'm tripping. Why? Why was Stanford <laughs> in my head? Oh, was that that was Zaire Williams? Yeah, I have no idea. Really I was like, hold on, that's Iowa State. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. Um, all right. At I mean, nine, it's like, I mean, it's it's not like Iowa State is getting a whole bunch of games even. So, yeah. At nine with the Pelicans, I think the T. Keegan Murray, you get some shooting, some help at the wing with Zion Ingram, C.J. McCollum. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Spurs, Alex. Uh, can we just go Marky Mark? Again? Yeah, I think, I think Mark Williams makes sense with the Spurs. As we've said many times, uh, Moles, Wizards, do you think they take Dyson Daniels? Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Dyson Daniels would have been a great pick there. Um, <laughs> yeah, change, change it up. We've had Mark Williams at the Spurs too much. Johnny yeah, Davis, do we do Davis yet? No, not in this one. No, we haven't. Okay, so yeah. Dyson Daniels went Spurs. Johnny Davis goes Wizards. Cool. All right, New York Knicks. Now that Matherin's gone, that that is it's tough. You know, I can see him go Mark Williams just because Mitch Robinson is a free agent this year. They need to get somebody else to fortify the middle. So. I can see them taking Mark Williams here. And uh, that takes us back to Alex at pick 13. And whatever you say, I, I have – I, I want to voice my opinion on this as well. So, go ahead. So, at 13, so if we took Duran at seven, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go crazy here. Oh, I and know I'm who gonna, you're going to say. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go peanut butter jelly here. I'm gonna go Patrick Baldwin Jr. That's not who I thought you was gonna say, but that's exactly who I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Patrick Baldwin Jr. because if you're gonna have a guy like Duran, what better way to package him as a rookie with a guy that six ten and can shoot, you know, can shoot the ball. So theoretically. The, I mean, yeah, theoretically. I mean, this is this is completely assuming that. He's been put through workout after workout after workout, and you know that that funk from the season kind of is is off of him, and and you see kind of like the real possible player that you can get out there. Um, so yeah, so I think Patrick Baldwin Jr. I mean, hell, at thirteen, you know, you're not you you are either going for best fit or you're going for BPA, and I think in this situation, Patrick Baldwin Jr probably takes the title of both of those things um, yeah and so yeah so i go pbj and it's like i said before like you know that it goes back to the flexibility of the picks like i feel like if you go safe early and i feel like Duran's a safe pick especially at number seven then you have the freedom to kind of take a swing a little bit later and moles i i know you, you're sour on this because you was talking about you know pbj being like a lower pick and 
I understand your concern on that with everything, but like Corey talked about a couple weeks ago, he brought up this comparison and I can't get it out of my head now. Like Zaire Williams was a guy that was highly touted, you know, going into college and he went in and, you know, for whatever reason, he just couldn't get it together at Stanford and, you know, show, you know, what, you know, people thought he had. And then they were, they were like in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's, there's like a hotel. COVID like, really like threw all of it off for a loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going into the draft, he was a guy that's projected, you know, tw- like mid 20s, late 20s um, in the draft. And then the Grizzlies traded up before the draft and took him at number 10. And a lot of people thought that was a reach. A lot of people thought that was crazy. And now you see him as a key piece in the rotation. I mean, not even just rotation, but, like, he closes for the Grizzlies a lot of time. A guy that can, you know, provide defense, provide shooting, um, provide a release valve for Jaw and Co. So, you know, the same thing with Patrick Baldwin Jr. He went to a situation that was weird. Everybody thought was weird. Everybody probably told him he was weird, but he did it anyways. You know, it was weird, but it was admirable because he wanted to go play for his dad. It didn't go the way he wanted to go. He had to battle injuries. He had to battle – you know, just a lackluster teammate, like all the attention being on him. Didn't make a lot of sense. He struggled mightily. Um, he's actually entered the transfer portal. If for whatever reason he doesn't like where he's being drafted, he can come back to college and he's probably going to go somewhere else to try to rehab his uh, draft position. But, you know, like I said with Shaden Sharp before, like this – if there's a guy, if there's a GM in the league that will take a swing on a player like this, I think it's Presty. I understand Who did you it. Who did you think I was going to draft? Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matty. I thought you were going to say Leonard Miller again because you're stuck. Oh, on no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. All right, man. So, hey, we've got Sharp, Sohan. So, God, I keep saying Sohan. Sohan. We got Sharp and Sohan. Uh, who'd we get on the second? Oh, Keegan Murray and Sohan. And then on this one, we got Jalen Dern and Patrick Baldwin Jr. Okay. So, two more, real quick. Can we get, can we get good at least? Oh, my six God. Six and 12 again. We've already done six yeah, and 12. Let's do let's another let's one. Do another one. Oh, there we yeah. go. There we go. Number one pick. And uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and start it out because I've let you guys do the number one the past couple of times. I'm just – I'm going back to chat. Like, even though Powell isn't on my board, I think that chat makes sense on this team. And I think that he's a very thundery pick. I think he's the type of guy that Presty would fall in love with. And if we get number one, barring something crazy happening, I think he's the pick. Agreed. All right, yep. and I'm going to go to Moles. Moles, pick for the Pacers at two. Pacers take Paolo. Okay. Alex, Detroit at three. Jay Nivey. Jay Nivey, okay. That leaves uh, Jabari Smith Jr. going to Portland. And uh, going back to Moles for the Rockets. Shadon Sharp. Going really? To- yeah, this is this is my thing. Like, I, I think, I think when you get to five, it kind of comes down to Sharp and AJ Griffin, especially for the Rockets. I, I kept putting AJ Griffin because I think that the Rockets need more of a true wing. Like, they lack a true wing on their team, and like you know, Sharp. You know, like I said, he has the measurables to be a wing, but like right now, he 
he is kind of a guard. So I could see either way. But, you know, it's your pick, man. You take Shade and Sharp. I, I, I just think that I think that um, their owner is going to sell him as a star. It's a lot easier to sell Sharp as a star than Griffin, I think. Anyway. Man, you got freaking Jalen Green and Shaden Sharp out yeah. there just, just banging on dudes and dropping 30 points a night. I like it. Actually, I don't like it, well, but you know what I mean. Well, uh, well, 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 while allowing 130 points a night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Alex with the Magic at six. Um, so, Magic at six. I'm taking Adrian Griffin or AJGJR. AJGJ. AJGJ. AJGJ, yeah. The Kings, I think, are going to be taking Keegan Murray. Oh, rest in peace, Keegan. Yeah, we're sorry, Keegan. Uh, Moles with the Pelicans pick. Hmm. I think they go Sohan here. Just just a guy wow. that can help Thank help you. Uh, with wing defense. Maybe go go lock down the other team's best wing player alongside Herb. Yeah. So they have two good perimeter defenders, and it kind of allows Ingram to do his thing. Yeah, that'd be wild, man. And thank you for taking him so he doesn't fall to OKC again. <laughs> uh, all right, Roy, get number nine, Spurs. Um, you know what? I'll take Johnny Davis here. Okay. I like it. We're switching up a little bit. Well, this takes us to number 10 with the Wizards, and I think they take Jalen Duran. I think that they would like a big guy to kind of replace what Thomas Bryant brought. Um, I, I believe he's a free agent this year. Um, but, yeah, I could see them going Duran or Williams here. I think either one would fit seamlessly. But Duran's the guy with the highest upside, so I'm, I'm going to give him Duran. And Moles with the Knicks. I'm going to do a curveball. I'm going to go Jaden Hardy. Okay. Ooh. I like it. And I think it makes sense, honestly. I do like it. Man, that, that wasn't a curveball, bro. That was a screwball. I was not ready for that. <laughs> All right, Alex, at 12, who did the Thunder take? They take Leonard Miller. <laughs> no, Alex. Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good man. Oh, my gosh. Dyson Daniels and Chet. Homegrown, that would be woof. I mean, we had a pretty good defense as it was without like those guys. Like, we get those guys, and I think we're knocking at like a top five defense, top five consistently. Yeah, exactly. What do we do with Dort in that scenario? You you throw him out there too, man. You throw Dyson and Dort out there, like, frick, any duo, any ball handling duo, like, bye. <laughs> You're done. Okay, so, so I, I, think, I think this opens up a great discussion. Like, I honestly think Lou, this is shaping up to be, like, Lou Dort is this Thunder Iteration's version of Jeff Green. Like I, I, like I know, yeah. I, I know, I th- I know we have a love for Lou Dort, and you know he, he kind of embodies all the different 
all the different characteristics that like a fan base like Oklahoma City would love. You know, just a guy that's out there, blue collar guy that he came out of nowhere. You know, he was undrafted and he's out here, you know, scoring 17, 18 points a game. You know, he, he gives his all every every game. He plays a lot like, you know, a guy we loved in Russell Westbrook as far as, you know, putting it all out there on the floor. Um, but I think – so there's two things coming to play here is I think his contract situation where we can only offer him $13 million a year. And if another team sees him and sees that two-way potential and says, hey, we'll give him $15 million a year, he's gone. He's gone without getting without us getting anything back for him. Like, So, yeah, I think – I don't think Lou Dort is long for this team is what I'm trying to say. As far as whenever we start making the playoffs, I don't think he'll be here. So yeah. trade deadline, is he gone? Man, he could possibly – like, here's the thing. Like, if, he, if he's putting up 18, 19 points a game and shooting 35% from three while still being out there, you know, doing pretty good defense, I think we trade him to try to extract as much value as we can from him because he's not going to stay for $13 million. And this is barring we draft Tyson Daniels and Chell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, that, but imagine you have – Imagine you have Dort to guard your guards, you have Dyson to guard your wings, and you have Chet down low on the inside. Like, that would just be ridiculous. I mean, that would murder his row as far as, like, defense. I I love that scenario. And I I, I said in the article, but, like – But it, I, but, but it could ahead. be murderers. It could be murderers row for us on offense, too, so. We're going to yeah. lose every game, like, 86 to 90. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I think Dyson. I, I think they both provide like a lot offensively, just not like volume scoring. And for that, you have Shea. For that, you have Trey. Like you, you have other guys that you know fill that role. And I don't think Chet's a slouch offensively. I think that he's going to get his. I think he can get 18, 19 points a game. Um, you know, Dyson. Maybe he could average like 10, 11 points. Like, you know, he's, he's they're, they're not going to be a zero in offense. Alex, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last lottery. Look, please give us, give us something, give us something fun. Give us something like two top Give us seven the Clippers picks. in the top four. Yes. Yes. I need that. Ready? <sighs> we already did seven. Yeah. We already did one and 12. Just keep going until we get the Clippers to come up. Just because I want. Hey, oh, there we there go. We go. <laughs> Everybody, send send Maddie Bulls a thank you and his inbox. Oh, nice. To go one more. All right. Um. So I did number one last. I, I can't remember. Who didn't. Okay. We'll let Moles have Houston at number one first. Chat Holmgren. Okay, Chat Holmgren. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and just say, Kyle Cairo, welcome to the Oklahoma City Oklahoma Thunder. City at two, by the way, since y'all can't see. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oklahoma City Thunder is at two. We will take Kyle Bancaro. Thank you very much. And Alex, the Kangs. Um, I think the Kangs. 
this is kind of difficult. I don't know. Like Jabari Smith would get them shooting. But I think Jaden Ivey, they may look at him with star-crossed eyes as far as like, ooh, this guy could be like a John Morant to pair with DeAndre, uh, De'Aaron Fox. So, (laughs) you know what? In order to complicate things, I'm going to go ahead and take Jabari Smith Jr. here. Okay. And, uh, guys, since this is the last one, you know, we'll let Moles pick first, but let's kind of all go around and say who we think they would take at four here, given we have Paolo and the other two big three are off the board. So, Moles, without further ado, sir. Mm. <laughs> I know what my board says, but we already have picked a player. I'm going to continue to go upside. I'm going with Sharp at four. Yes, I also go Shaden thunder. Sharp there. And this is where. Board. Yeah, this is where I would definitely take Leonard Miller. Yeah, I, I was literally about to say that. <laughs> no, it's... I would take I would take Shane Sharp. Yeah. Oh my God how how incredible of a position would this be? Two top mm. four picks. Oh, that would be so lovely. Uh, yeah. And, and 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 honestly, honestly, it would it would be like okay. So let's talk about it. let's let's you know down the dump they have this. They have this. They had this beer that they came out with called Dream Scenario. The Dream Scenario for the shout Thunder out. has, yeah, shout out to them. Dream Scenario for the Thunder has always been, hey, now that we got this Clippers pick in the lottery at twelve, you know, we have the possibility of moving up. And let's say, you know, I'm not talking about like ultimate Dream Scenario of one and two, but if we get like something like this, two and four, like how high do you think the possibility is that four? We say, hey, let's move down to six or seven, pick up an asset for 23, and then still probably get a guy that we want at six or seven. Like, I think that's extremely high. I also think it's uh, like I, I see where your head's at, but I think that we can pull a move we did last year and just trade out of this draft into next year's draft. Maybe even pick up two picks for next year's draft. So you, you would, so you would pick like, so like you would trade Powell, both of the picks? No, no, no. I'm saying oh. like take Paolo at two, and then trade like pick four, or, or if you really like, if you really want to make sure you're in good position next year, trade the number two pick, take Sharp at four, but trade the number two pick for like, a lot, like maybe I'm trying to think of a team. Um, like maybe the Magic or the Pistons, like one or like, the Kings. Yeah, like you know their pick next year or something like that, and have and, it be unprotected, and like another maybe not like unprotected, but you know like top three protected or something like that because you got it because you're not you're not trying to get Wimby with their pick. What you're trying to do is get your pick high enough that if it's not there, that their pick plus your pick plus additional assets could maybe get you to move up. I think unless Scoot is absolutely bananas, it's going to be really hard to get a team to trade out of one. Whoever gets number one is like, 
nobody was going to tell new Orleans, Hey, take this offer for Zion. Right. Like they're just taking him. I, yeah. Wimby's been that dude for like the last three years. Like everybody's kind of had him circled as like, man, 2023. That's the next like Kevin Durant type of player to hit the NBA. I don't know. Like, obviously if we've had anything, um, like we've, we've got more than anybody else to offer, but it's gotta be an unprotected pick at that point. Cause we're already a top four pick in this scenario. Like you got to be able to have some type of upside and there's no guarantee of it. So yeah, I don't know. You got to have the upside that you can get him at least. Listen, uh, if you could get an unprotected pick from a team that's going to finish bottom four next year, like you, you snatch that crap. That's yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Especially in that scenario, <laughs> Orlando, Sacramento, possibly even Detroit. What we own their pick, right? It's just heavily protected, so we get them to like unprotect it. Yeah, that wasn't that that, that was that, part of the Houston trade. Yeah, that is true. You could ask them to remove the protections as part of the deal, and then they get their second star uh, to go because in this scenario, Detroit dropped down to six, and so maybe they, they get their guy. I don't know. Options for sure. Yeah, it'd be it'll be interesting, man. Like uh, I mean. You know, like like I said, like I can't stress enough, but having two picks in the lottery gives you so much flexibility. Like it, it was so important for the Pelicans to beat the Clippers because, you know, not that it jumped three spots. Like it's awesome to jump three spots, but it's that it jumped from fifteen into the lottery because at that twelve spot, you could end up twelve, thirteen, or fourteen. But you also have, I think, I, I calculate you have a 7.2% chance to jump in the top four, like combined. Like that's how much a percentage chance you have. But that's not zero. And that is so important. I want to say like 12 is the most likely. Yeah, 12 is like 87 and the, something. And the second most likely outcome is that it's a top four pick. And then the third most likely outcome is pick 13. Yeah. 86.1% chance that it's pick 12. The second most likely outcome is that it's a top four pick. Yep. And then third, 13. So that's big time. Yep. That is, that's a great way to look at it. I enjoy it a lot. And then you go up here. While we're looking at the pick odds, why not? Obviously, our highest percentage is pick six. Second highest is seven. And then from there, our third highest is one. Fourth is two. Third is three. Wait. That's the third is three. Fifth is three. Six is four. And then five. And then eight. It's really weird how the odds work. <laughs> or you could say collectively our number one scenario is top four pick. Our number two scenario is pick six. Yeah, well, there's a much greater percentage that we get a top four pick than pick six. Right. At least theoretically by our math and calculations. But, hey, we're going to have a pick odd expert 
you know, talking about transition, we have a pick odd expert coming on next Saturday. Uh, Tyler Carroll at Tyler Carroll 12, the guy who does all the lottery simulations uh, did last year, which let us know that we've got the second worst possible scenario that we possibly could from the lottery. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know that Tyler. And, um, but yeah, he's going to walk through, you know, what's gloom and doom, what's good, you know, what chances we have of really striking gold here. So definitely keep her out for that. We also have, at Draft Film School, who's also part of their ceilings, uh, Alex will be joining us on uh, Wednesday of next week. So stay tuned for that. And then after the Tower Pod, we will be having a live podcast on the night of the lottery. We'll probably start about 30 minutes before the lottery, give our predictions and talk about what we think is going to happen in the lottery. And then, you know, we'll have all live reactions for when our picks are you know, set in stone, and then we'll stay on for probably about 30, 45 minutes to an hour and, you know, just talk about what we can do with the information that we know. So we'll be doing that on Twitter many, spaces. So many, liba- many libations will be in hand that day. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, we'll be on Twitter spaces so everybody can join in with us. Um, you know, maybe even after the lottery, we can have some of you guys come on and express your opinions as well. So, uh, a lot of cool stuff coming up. And then right after the lottery, Mavs draft will be coming on the pod to kind of give his reaction. You know, he's a Mavs fan, but he's also a Magic fan. So they're in better position in the lottery percentage-wise uh, than we are. So kind of give his perspective on what he thinks the Magic will do as well as the Thunder. And, yeah, man, you know, keep it here for the, the best draft coverage in Thunder podcasting nation. Um as said by myself so uh guys and and four out of five dennis hey there you go but guys it is one o'clock in the morning here in kentucky uh i'm tired that's why i started saying numbers in random succession so it's time to take this pod to a close i want to thank you all for listening i want to thank you all for all the support uh hope you guys have a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up. Yeah, yeah. Hunter Miller, y'all. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder Podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKCTopicThunder. Thunder up! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.